Hello everyone, it's past Chip here, or future Chip, I'm not sure how time works in 2020 anymore, but this is just a pre-episode apology, not to say sorry for the fact I've made you listen to over 100 episodes of this podcast already, but it would seem that when we went to record this week's episode, that the mic decided to break just as we hit record, meaning it used, I think, the inbuilt webcam mic to record, and the quality is atrocious. Um, I'm really, really sorry that it's not up to our usual standards. Um, We did consider going back to record it again, but then you kind of lose the naturalness of reading the episode for the first time and seeing, you know, what happens to Chip and Ridley and Cat. It just didn't feel right. So we are presenting it in the poorest form possible, and I just wanted to let you know ahead of time and apologise. With that being said, please do enjoy... uh, I mean, if you enjoy this podcast anyway, there's something seriously wrong with you. But yes, do enjoy this week's episode of Chip, and we promise, 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 things will be back to normal soon. Thank you for your time. Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by MC. That would be me. And this is episode 17 of season one of Chip. I don't think we said the title of the episode last time MC. No. So this is Happy New Year part one. (laughs) When's it set? Happy New Year MC. (laughs) Sure why not? (laughs) What happened to Christmas? (laughs) Have we ever had Christmas turn up in the podcast? In the main timeline? I mean, we did do a Christmas-themed episode. We did, but that was kind of of our own volition. Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. I don't recall. Mm. I feel like surely you would have hit upon it by now. I'm, I'm surprised I did not do a Christmas special. Kind of a staple of mm. television. Mm. But um, anyway, getting off point. Uh, what happened last time? Well, the gang, uh, Ridley, in his uh, new capacity as oh, a... his name right. I know, I'm sorry. Oh God. Uh, as a respectable uh, 9-to-5 blue-collar worker type person is that different things whatever so middle class um i mean you said nine to five but yeah anyway um he got mugged and it turned out to be by oliver twist invisible demon things who uh, (laughs) were held captive by an evil thing and so (laughs) i mean there's there's literally about as much description as we've got (laughs) of whatever it was (laughs) But how did that play into the larger story of everything that's happening? They stopped them. <laughs> but, no. The perhaps more uh, weighty, long-lasting thing is that Cat 
decided that she wanted to be a better person. She wanted to do some good for the world. Mm -hmm. And she went to cheer to ask for advice <laughs> from Chip. Yes, she went to a stalker to ask for advice. A stalker who tried to end the world. <laughs> hey, he wasn't a stalker when he did that. I guess he knows. I don't think. <laughs> I guess he knows what not to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the example that you don't follow. Um, we also had Chip having a little interaction with uh, Detective Bentley as well. We did indeed. Mm, who seems to be a nefarious mm. sort. Yeah, so I wonder if that will play into it more and if we're just going to get some New Year's Eve shenanigans maybe they're just going to yeah. go out and get drunk and have a lovely time and let's just repeat that Chip bribed the policeman the corrupt <laughs> policeman with money that he got from <laughs> robbing a bank well he stole it from the back of a money van okay so <laughs> he can't trace it it's untraceable <laughs> well let's find out if any of that is going to come up in this episode as we get into Happy New Year Part 1 previously on Chip he just wanted to get home, or at least a place that he called home nowadays. Home being the land of hope and freedom, the United States of America, and more specifically, New York City. <laughs> Detective Jack Bentley? Chip asked. That's what it says there. Bentley tapped the name plaque on his desk as he sat forward, from high, relaxed position. Who wants to know? My name's Chip. Never heard of you. Bentley said after a moment's pause. If you tell anyone about this, I'll plant you in a room full of cocaine with a dead hooker, understand? Now beat it. Bentley walked down an alley near the crime scene and shone a torch on the print he had been given. Satisfied, he reached for his cell phone and pushed speed dial 1. It's me. Guess whose fingerprint I'm holding? The voice on the other end spoke. Bentley tucked the print in his pocket. That's right. Here's... I want to help people. You going to join the NYPD? Chip asked. If you're going to be a joke about it... Cat stood and went to walk away. Then how do you mean, Cat? Because I never know what the hell you're thinking. I've seen what you do. Kill things. I used to do that for fun. But you, it's almost your life. I never understood until that deal with that big blue demon when you told us everything. It's a bit much to take in. Try living it. Chip sat back in the chair. But you still do it. Every day. For no reward or benefit to yourself. You fought with friends, killed people, and been to all these weird and strange places. I guess I feel I can relate. Walking down the street, Chip felt like he would attain more bruises than he would fighting a group of vampires or a horde of zombies. Or having really good sex. <laughs> well, he would bruise himself. <laughs> is, that, is that what he masturbates? <laughs> Sometimes his hand slips. <laughs> punches himself in the face. Oh no, let's not get into ninja wanking. <laughs> it was New Year's Eve in New York, and the streets, if at all possible, seemed a heck of a lot busier than usual. Tis the season. Ridley said, weaving in between the many people. Christmas is over, the shops are having huge sales. People like their bargains. <laughs> Does that happen in America or is that just an English thing? What? Did sales? you get like the Boxing Day sales, the January sales? As I, I mean, mean, this is neither of those because it's technically the 31st of December. I, I just assume that uh, late stage capitalism home that America is, they'll just <laughs> use any opportunity to get people to buy shit. They probably have like a, it's... July the 29th. Ninth. Ninth sale. 
that's probably some sort of really significant American holiday. Yeah. Make it, someone's going to get in touch and be like, yes, we actually do have that, actually. Yeah. Chip struggled to keep up with the smaller New York native. He barged his way through people, and people pushed past him. No one ever stopping to say sorry or give a little, excuse me. You know you're not in England when... <laughs> The ninja sometimes wondered if this was the place for the worst kind of humans in the entire <laughs> world. That is. <laughs> oh, oh the irony. Is, the there, irony. But there is something very English about that, of assuming that if somebody doesn't apologise after bumping into you, <laughs> that they must be a serial killer. Oh my God, if he come, comes across an improper queuing system, he's oh going to lose his shit. No one cared about their fellow man on the street, and it showed. Thousands of men and women all out for themselves. Chip sighed and tried not to lose track of Ridley. I think that's kind of like Chip kind of judging everyone who's celebrating New Year's Eve. And who's in a hurry. Yeah. And there's just so many people you can't practically apologise to everyone you bump into. Oh no, where's that evil switch right now? (laughs) Oh my god, it got bumped. (laughs) I could have in the crowd. Mm. Oh no. Finally, they stopped outside of a bookshop. Chip brushed the snow from his coat and Ridley rubbed his hands to try and keep them warm, blowing on them too. This is the place, he said. Ordinary bookshop, but it's got a huge occult section. Good material too, not the crappy stuff about witches and wardrobes. So is this going to be their, like, tomorrow guys and they had a library with a big occult section. (laughs) Which they broke into numerous times. Yeah. Now there's a bookshop that has a huge occult section, like when you go into Waterstones and there's like... (laughs) Fantasy, literature, reference, occult. Actually, it's a, oh, this is like the New Age spirituality section. So I don't maybe think Chip's going to learn yoga, though. I don't think that's <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. But you do get like occult bookshops and stuff. So mm. I, I imagine this is kind of more of a like a small independent place that maybe, sure. you know, com- conveniently has lots of occult books. Sure. Speaking of the occult book library, hmm. uh, that kind of got wiped and never explained as to why that happened. I mean, that's for a tour Gason, but maybe ah. we should look into that at some point. Yeah, we'll investigate it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll basically say this exact same thing on tomorrow Gason yeah. this time. <laughs> you actually like this city? Chip asked Ridley as a customer exiting the bookshop stood on Chip's feet. I like it. I love it. You just got to get used to it in its quirky little ways. It stinks. Chip proclaimed, we barely got off this street alive. Eh, just New Yorkers going about their day. God, you're so moany. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's New Year's Eve, man. Like, you're in a massive city. People are happy. Christ. Reaching her knees, Cap twisted her body to the left and then to the right before reclining back to the floor of her apartment and popping up again for her 48th setup. When she reached 50, she turned onto her front, put her arms out in front of her and began to do some push-ups. I like, we've had these sort of training montages before for the ninjas, but for them it's like, MC did his 10,000 push-up. <laughs> well, you know, Kat, as a woman, is strong, but not as strong as the <laughs> male true. ninjas, MC, you know this. The demon bar was pretty packed tonight. Most demons, unless they were out slaughtering parties, <laughs> like to celebrate the birth of the human new year too. The birth of the human new year. That makes it sound like it's an actual entity. Yeah. Like the human new year is some <laughs> bizarre occult ritual happens every year where it gives birth Well, there's the new year's itself. baby, isn't there? Is what? that... That's an American thing. New year's baby? New year's baby is an American thing. What? The new year's baby is an American thing. Explain. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I know it's a thing okay. in America. The New Year's baby. It happens on July the 29th. When the New Year is birthed. <laughs> the demon bar was pretty packed tonight. Most demons, unless they were out slaughtering parties, like to celebrate the birth of the human New Year too. 
Normally, with lots of alcohol, virgin's blood and bile. Mmm, shot of bile, please. <laughs> Mock was run off his feet and hoping to sit down soon. He knew he'd be working all day. The bar had only just opened and there were still around 10 hours until midnight. Oh, it's just a little checking in with the mm. uh, people we've met during our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know all that, Detective Jack Bentley said into the phone. But I've got my feet up in my office with a flask of expensive whiskey, and I don't intend to move until the new year is here. So if you want him off the street, you'll just have to start a gang war like any other good gang leader. He hung up and relaxed into his chair, sipping the whiskey from a plastic cup. He's got a flask. Why is he using a plastic cup? And, yeah, I, I mean... I mean, there's many questions I have about that paragraph. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, but we know Bentley is a shit cop. Yeah. Like he's, you know, he's corrupt and everything like that. And he's just out for himself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And this is showing that. But it is the whiskey in a plastic cup I'm getting most hung up on. <laughs> and it's expensive whiskey. Yeah. Wouldn't he want, like, a tumbler or Surely something? Surely he's got a tumbler in his drawer, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Unless Chip took that as part of the bribe. <laughs> I want that whiskey tumbler with... <laughs> Jack Bentley written on it. <laughs> it could be a novelty one with, like, most crooked cop. <laughs> so, what do you think? Ridley asked Chip as they stood in the occult section of the Robbins bookstore. Wide range. Chip replied, flipping through a book about mystical artefacts. The real deal, too. Idiot's Guide to Mystical Artefacts. <laughs> Ladybug first book <laughs> of demons. <laughs> What did I tell you? Have I ever put you wrong? Chip stared at Ridley and shook his head. Excuse me, gentlemen, but the store <laughs> is about to close, so if you intend to purchase anything, could you do so now? The store owner asked. Don't worry, Robin, we'll be done in a minute. Ridley smiled. Anything take your fancy, bud? I'm, I'm not too sure, to be honest. The ninja replied. I don't really need anything at the moment, but it's good to know if I ever do, I should be able to find something. You have an interest in the occult? Robin asked. You could say that. Chip said. He was reminded of the antique shop in Tokyo, the one run by Dom, who would later reveal himself as an angel. <laughs> Standard. <laughs> Tokyo antique stop shop. If anyone ever asks what the podcast is about, just send them that sentence. <laughs> Let me guess. You're an expert in all things otherworldly. Not really. I read the odd spellbook every now and then. But it's all mumbo-jumbo to me. Oh, that's nice. You know, yeah. we haven't got the exposition person in Chip yet, so uh, I thought Robin was going to be it. Yeah. Maybe, is that a little play on it? Am I making a meta joke I here? I think you are. Oh, how witty I was. <laughs> Fair enough. Chip was almost a little disappointed. It would have been handy to have a demon expert close at hand, other than Ridley. Boom crack! <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's a boom crack demon. <laughs> so... Across an entire line of the page, in bold and capital letters, mm-hmm. it says, Boom Crack! And lots of exclamation marks. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this your attempt at like, comic book writing or something? I guess. I don't know what goes Boom Crack, though. The explosion shook the shop like a small earthquake. Books fell off shelves and Robin lost his footing. Ridley helped him back to his feet, and he and Chip rushed outside. They, explosion, had come from what appeared to be several blocks away, and smoke was beginning to rise in the sky. A stunned Chip looked at Ridley, who was shaking his head and mumbling. Oh, God, please no. Not again. Not what again? Chip wanted to know. 
The last time I heard an explosion and saw smoke was that fateful day in September. The two exchanged a worried look before hurrying down at the now nearly empty street. Chuck in a 9-11 reference, why not? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'll handle this really sensitively <laughs> and stuff, won't I? Oh, God, no. Because <laughs> this would have been, oh, what, like four or five years after 9-11, yeah, I guess? probably. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the noise had startled Kat so much that her hand had slipped from underneath her and she had hit the floor. Picking herself up, Kat made her way over to the broken window in her small apartment. On the other side of town, a cloud of smoke was rising in the air. Puzzled, Kat continued to stare for a few moments before slipping a jumper on, or a jump jump, mm-hmm. grabbing her coat and leaving her place. As she left, two more explosions went off, both in different parts of the city than the first. Now, is this going to be supernatural related or is it going to be like, oh no, Al-Qaeda too? Oh God, oh no, I really hope not. Oh no. Yeah, what I'm really hoping is that yeah. I'm kind of like playing off the idea that New York is being attacked by terrorists again. But then it's just demons and stuff. Some rubbish demons that we yeah. have an explanation for, not a real life event that I'm trying to deal yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bomb site was a small shopping centre. Luckily, it had been closed at the time of the explosion. However, there still had been people inside. Workers stacking shelves and preparing for opening after the seasonal holidays. The front glass doors had been apart and little shards of glass covered the road and scattered all the way across the street to the other side. Ambulances were arriving and treating the people with cuts from the flying glass. Cop cars screeched as they pulled up and ran inside, looking for survivors. As Chip and Ridley arrived, the police were starting to wrap a yellow strip of tape around the scene to keep the grounds back. The grounds? To keep the grounds back? What? I He's like, oh, it was an earthquake, crowd. right, just tape it up, it'll be fine. You must have met, meant crowds. Yeah. But how you went from crowds <laughs> to grounds. Well, it's got the O, the R, the D and the S. But all the other letters are different. <laughs> they sure are. <laughs> I still like to think the police think it's an earthquake and they try and repair it with the tape. <laughs> oh, just get this flex tape on it, it'll be fine. As Chip and Riddy arrived, the police were starting to wrap a yellow strip of tape around the scene to keep the grounds back. Chip ducked underneath the tape and Ridley followed. Oi, you can't go in there! A cop called out. Sounds vaguely cockney for some reason. <laughs> yeah, all the cops turned turn out a bit sort of like... What's going on here? Chip ignored him and continued to walk forward, ignoring the officer who gave chase, pulling his gun out. Freeze! He shouted. Chip turned around. If you don't get that gun out of that man's face, I will sell your badge to the family of the last crook you busted. Detective Jack Bentley said. I mean, you could have, <laughs> he could have just said, it's all right, they're with me. <laughs> it's like... No, Bentley's a dickhead. Have you not picked up on that yet? He's a bad guy, MC. Was it a last episode of the one before where he said to like a rookie cop, you know, if you don't do what I say, I'll frame you with a, oh, a yeah. dead prostitute and a yeah. cocaine or something. Imagine if he gets like his, somebody gets his order wrong at McDonald's. <laughs> Just if you don't them. take the pickles out of this burger, <laughs> I will track your family down and set them on fire. <laughs> his mum doesn't get him what he wants for Christmas. <laughs> I will literally take you out back and shoot you, bitch. His suit was covered in dust. He had just come out of the shopping centre and coughed some of the dust up. I don't like you two, Bentley said to Chip and Ridley. But I also know you can help. Now get in there and look for people. Chip nodded and he and Ridley dashed into the building.
Mm. So I guess I'm playing off this idea that, you know, New Yorkers all kind of banded together oh, after yeah, 9-11 yeah, yeah, and yeah. even Bentley is like, no, fuck terrorists. Yeah. yeah. They bombed my city. I will literally beat them to shit. <laughs> and called the idea of, you know, the friend of my enemy is no longer my enemy's friend. What? Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Well, that metaphor got away from me. <laughs> Holy mother of God! Muck said, putting the glass down he was cleaning, and walking over the television behind the bar, turning up the volume. <laughs> he walked over the TV. <laughs> it's on the floor, kind of in the way. Like, if he didn't have the TV on the floor, he probably wouldn't need to turn it up so loud. That's so... true. He and the other demons listened to the news reporter on screen, talking about a series of bombs that had just been detonated around New York. All the demons in the bar stopped chatting, playing pool, and dropping money into the jukebox, and all came over to the bar and gazed at the TV. So, yes, they are demons. Uh huh. Evil demons that like to kill people. Yeah. But this is too far. <laughs> Some of them. Were there a bunch of demons earlier in this in this series that tried to end the world with the book of spooky badness? Well, that was just Ridley setting that up, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, yeah, but still, didn't they think they were like, oh, let's end the world or whatever? Yeah. But this is too far. <laughs> you don't attack our city with us in it. No, we love this city. I ate a bunch of babies yesterday, <laughs> but that's too far. Do you know, uh, in Marvel, um, they actually handled this really well. There was yeah. a really kind of like uh, tasteful comic that they did, you know, mm-hmm. based around all the heroes and some of the villains coming to help and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I guess this was my attempts at that. <laughs> Demons. At least you're ripping something off. <laughs> Yeah, it's exactly. not coming straight from <laughs> you. Buffy didn't stop 9-11. <laughs> Buffy did 9-11. <laughs> it was her and Bush working together. <laughs> oh, now I've got this whole thing in my head where like the Watchers Council was actually Al-Qaeda. Oh my God, Giles bin Laden. Oh no. And now they're getting people to wear masks. <laughs> The support structure had collapsed at the bank and had landed on a man as he tried to escape the debris after the bomb went off. His leg had been crushed and his was losing blood fast. The police and ambulances hadn't arrived just yet. The bank was on a street that had many other banks and building societies on it, but they were all closed and the street had been largely deserted. The man under the concrete pillar had only been down the street to take a shortcut toward the pier when the bomb had gone off. Slowly, darkness crept over his eyes. He was about to pass out when suddenly he felt a presence next to him. Managing to open one eye, he saw a woman kneeling beside him. Cool. 911. He spurted. No need. Cat replied. I'm pretty sure they heard this. Standing, she wrapped her hands around the pillar and started to lift. Within seconds, she was sweating at the weight she was trying to lift, but bit by bit, she managed to lift it off its legs. When she hit it about a foot in the air, she said, Crawl out! I can't lift it all the way off! The man stretched out his arms and started to pull himself forward. He yelled in pain as he moved. Come on! Cat shouted, struggling with the pillar now. Finally, the man was out of the way and Cat was able to drop the pillar. Thank you, the man said. Sirens sounded in the distance. The emergency services were about to arrive. The man looked around, but Cat had already left. And then he bled to death. Because you didn't apply any first aid. <laughs> well, the ambulance is coming, so they'll be able to do that, right? Sure. Sure. <laughs>
is nice though, you know, showing a bit of cat strength and sure. uh, cat's desire to do heroic acts. Those 50 sit-ups she did earlier. <laughs> and those 12 push-ups. <laughs> and also I like how she's, uh, you know, she's obviously under Chip's tutelage and mm. she's already learned to disappear when the people aren't looking. Oh yeah. yeah. She'll be a ninja in no time. She won't because she's a girl. <laughs> Unless she gets possessed by a man. <laughs> It's the only time we've had a female ninja. Yeah, sure is. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, representation was not strong in this. <laughs> hey, how can you say that? Don't you remember Roots? Oh, no. Oh, please, no. The old man really was helping to walk out of the shopping mall, had a cut over his head, where some fallen stone had hit him on the head. But he would be okay. These seem like the worst bombs ever so far. <laughs> they've gone off in places that have been closed. Yeah. And all they've done, I mean, they've, all right, they've crushed someone's leg and they've cut someone's head. But where's the amount of bodies and death? And Maybe you just haven't mentioned it yet, because um, there were a few people in the shopping centre, so may- yeah. maybe some of them died. <laughs> well, finger <Don't> crossed. Be- <laughs> <laughs> the old man really was helping to walk out of the shopping mall, had a cut over his head, where some fallen stone had hit him on the head, but he would be okay. He was telling Ridley about his exciting new purchase of socks he had made before the bomb had gone off. Ridley got the elderly gentleman outside and handed him over to the paramedics. Chip came out shortly after, carrying an unconscious woman in her mid-twenties. She was bleeding from the head and from her left arm, but was still breathing and didn't appear to be in any immediate danger. Even still, after Chip placed her into one of the many ambulances around the scene, it drove off quickly, heading to the nearest hospital, which was on high alert. Oh, so even still... Mm-hmm. Okay, that, that it just reads really strangely. It's, I guess because she's not in immediate danger... But Chips puts her in an ambulance anyway. Yeah, but I can't grammar, so yeah. 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 That looks like everyone. Chip said to Ridley, brushing the dust from his coat. Nothing too serious either. Cuts and bruises, few concussions, and a couple of people in shock. No, where's my dead bodies? For <laughs> God's sake, these are the worst terrorists ever. Jesus. You can hardly blame them. This thing came out of the blue. Any idea what we're dealing with? It doesn't have the aftertaste of a demon attack. Really said, scanning the scene. What's an aftertaste of a demon attack? It's kind of lemony. <laughs> Slight hint of parsley. They're much more smash and grab. But this isn't the only explosion. You heard the others. And I'm proud to say I'm a paranoid American when it comes to Big Bangs. There were two others. Detective Bentley said, walking over to the pair from a paddy wagon. <laughs> You're cool. <laughs> That's definitely something I've heard in a film or something yeah. before and decided it's still. There were two others, Detective Bentley said, walking over to the pair from a paddy wagon. A close bank and one inside a trash can along the pier. Funny, I wouldn't put you down as a dirty work type. Chip said to Bentley. Look, pal, there's a whole bunch of people I don't like. You being one of the front runners on that list. And your opinion or your little sidekicks mean squat to me. But I'm doing my job. A corrupt cop as a New Yorker. Now back off before I have you arrested for being an asshole. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying Bentley, I'm not going to lie. Now that being said, I also know you pose a certain ability for situations like this. And I could use a man like you. Both of you. We're your guys. Ridley proudly said. That's great, sweetheart. Now listen up. <laughs> Bentley instructed Chip and Ridley. I think we're all thinking the same thing when it comes to three bombings. But we can't say for sure. I'm going down to the pier to check out the other bombing. You want to tag along? Then that's fine by me. 
actually thought he was going to add an insult on the end there as well. Well, I mean, he called them sweetheart, and he's like, you can come with me if you want to. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, if, if you're hungry, we could go for pizza after maybe. But no, no, I mean, I don't want to. But, you know, you look hungry. and uh, yeah. I've got my own paddy wagon. We can, we can all go together. <laughs> Bentley walked over to a squat guy. Swat guy, maybe? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Bentley walked over to a squad guy and told the uniformed office, oh no. <laughs> Isn't an exchange from Tokyo Police? Well, clearly the office wasn't corrupt like the rest of the police, oh, okay. so he's moved countries or and joined the NYPD. Is he corrupt? And that's why he's working for Bentley. Ooh. Mm, can't trust an office. <laughs> so my many wrinkles. <laughs> Bentley walked over to a squad guy and told the uniformed office in the driver's seat to get lost. <laughs> or have him shot or something. <laughs> Ridley turned to Chip. What do you think? I think this is the one occasion where we can trust Bentley. The ninja replied. The two walked over to the squad car and got into the back. With the detective driving, they sped off to the other bomb site. So we've got Bentley teaming up with uh, Chip and Ridley in a sort of wacky... Uh, I think you said rom-com that's not what I meant I think I'm still thinking about that sweetheart comment exactly (laughs) Bentley fancies them (laughs) wouldn't it be funny if he turned out he just wanted to be pals with them (laughs) but like didn't have the emotional (laughs) wherewithal to be able to deal with that give me a drink Cat drops some money onto the bar just a sec Mock replied still glued to the television I mean if it's already on the floor it would surprise me if he's glued it as well (laughs) Cat joined him in watching the report which was much like the one before going over where the bombs had gone off, and that so far, no one had claimed responsibility for the bombings. Mock eventually poured Cat her drink. The demons in the bar still watched the television from the bar. (laughs) As opposed to... (laughs) They went outside and peered through the windows. Never seen anything like this before, Cat said. You obviously weren't here the last time, Mock replied. I wasn't. A girl with your special powers, shouldn't you be out there trying to help? I was. Cat swallowed her drink in one. But there's not much I can do. Cops are all over it. Do you think that's a little hint to Cat's past there? Like she didn't seem so sure that she was in New York around 9-11? I, I, I didn't get the impression she was unsure. I think she was just all like, ooh, my mysterious past that I'm not going to hint at. <laughs> ooh, look how mysterious I am. I can do 50 sit-ups. <laughs> As a squad car turned onto the street with the ocean on its right-hand side, you could see the bomb wreckage from a long way back. Policemen had surrounded the area and were trying to get the people back from the scene. Chip and Ridley leant forward and peered from behind the cage at the back of the car as Detective Bentley drove at high speed towards the incident. Probably runs a bunch of people over. (laughs) He should have gone out the way. (laughs) Any casualties here? Chip asked. Hang on. I'll use my psychic powers and see. Bentley replied in a tone that was meant to be sarcastic, but his attention was too drawn to the bomb. This is heavy. Ridley said, leaning back in the seat, rubbing his hands through his hair. You know, when September the 11th happened, the entire world felt it. But I didn't realise people in New York were this shaken by it all. Believe me, bud, there's nothing like living it. Did you lose anyone in the attacks? I lost thousands. Ridley stared at the site as they reached it and the car stopped. Bentley let them out the back and immediately went to the lead officer at the scene and relieved him of that command. And fired him. <laughs> and killed him. And framed him for murder. <laughs> <laughs> this is my new favourite bit that we have. <laughs> yeah. 
Chip and Ridley scouted the area, but there didn't appear to be anyone hurt. For fuck's sake! I just want death! That's all I want! <laughs> These are the worst terrorists ever! Chip, check your evil switch. <laughs> Chip and Ridley scouted the area, but there didn't appear to be anyone hurt. Mostly structural damage. Ugh. Bentley confirmed this when he came back towards Chip. This doesn't make much sense. Ridley said. These don't seem like the typical attack, and nowhere near the scale we've seen. Thank you, Ridley. Finally! <laughs> Mr. Steve the Obvious is right, Bentley added. These bombs, on the whole, have been quite small, with minimal damage. Could be someone just trying to mess with our heads, remind us they're still out there. Or maybe they're just gearing up for something bigger, Chip suggested. A warm-up bombing. <laughs> and that's where we're going to end Happy New Year, Part 1. Well, what do you think of that episode, MC? It's not as tasteless as I worried it was going to be yet. Yeah, it's not over yet. There's a part yet. two. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see Ridley and Chip and Bentley working together. Yeah, and see more of Bentley and his the way he interacts with humans. He, he interacts. That's, yeah. <laughs> it was good to see the office again. Yes, yeah. Welcome Glad return. it's doing yep. well. <laughs> And also, we're kind of seeing, like, Kat trying to make a difference in the world, trying to be a do-gooder. Yeah, and I kind of like the idea that she just happened to see someone and helped yeah, them, yeah. as opposed to went out to look for to help people. There's still a, a progression there, you know? I mean, she did she did specifically go out when she heard the explosions. Yeah, but then she went to a bar for a drink. No, she helped someone on the way. I, I yeah, that's right, but I think she stumbled across that person. But she, didn't she go past the explosion? Well, no, the, the explosion had already happened. She went but past she the figured point out where the explosion was and then was like, oh, mm. when... No, I still think she that was unintentional. Because <laughs> hey. like, you might you can hear an explosion, but you're not going to be able to pinpoint it. With her cat powers. <laughs> she doesn't have cat she powers. She can do 50 cells. <laughs> and she can lift a, a pillar one foot in the air. <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely an attempt for me in my teenage years to kind of... Because there was a real sort of paranoia and, you know, with New York, like a togetherness mm. after 9-11 to try to... I don't know, write about that experience even though I had no experience yeah, with that. Yeah. The only experience I had would have been what I saw in television yeah. and how other things dealt with that, yeah. which I've clearly ripped off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, it hasn't been as tasteless, apart from my jokes about I want a body count. <laughs> um, but that does seem to be a plot point, which I'm grateful about. I thought it was just really lame writing where I'm like, oh, these were really puny bombs. Yeah. Um, but it does seem to be like, oh, maybe there's something mm. bigger going on here. And we've got no hint as well. We're like, I kind of there's no like faceless villains nobody yeah. twirling their moustaches and laughing we don't know anything <laughs> well apart from Bentley yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I do like the idea that which is they don't know at the moment you know mm. they just kind of they're in the dark and they've just got to kind of wait and see what happens and we don't know if it is demons or if it's yeah, we don't know what's going on, which is quite cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, um, if you have any theories about who caused the bombings, and if it was Buffy, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> There's numerous ways in which you can get in touch. You can find us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com slash howiriptoffpodcast. And we're also on Twitter at howiriptoff. And you can find our entire back catalogue free of charge on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And if you want to get together in the spirit... Uh, no, I'm not going to get there. Um... <laughs> Just, just leave us a rating and review. <laughs> leave us a star rating for how many dead bodies you want to see in the next episode. <laughs>